0: By God's grace, this year is our year of divine exploits. Amen. So, I want to say, my year of divine exploits. Uh, amen. Now, divine exploits also means the work of the supernatural. So, I say the work of the supernatural. Now, the word supernatural means to be, being unable to be explained by science or the laws of nature according to Miriam Webster's dictionary, it means being unable to be explained by science or the laws of nature and it re- it relates especially to God or the, the devil but in our, or a spirit. but in our situation it relates to our God a man working for us. So the where supernatural, relates to an order of existence beyond the visible beyond the usual and beyond the normal an order of existence beyond the visible beyond the usual and beyond the normal so, hallelujah uh, the bible says in Ephesians 3:20 unto him god that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or can imagine so God is able to do beyond whatever we thought. In 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 12, the Bible says, The eyes have not seen nor ears heard, neither has entered into the heart of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So it means that God is able, God as a supernatural personality, is able to do things beyond our comprehension this year, God is going to do things beyond your natural comprehension. Amen. He's going to do things beyond the natural. Amen. I said, he will do things beyond the natural. Amen. And beyond the usual. Amen. And beyond the normal. Amen. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18, Why we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal." But the things which are not seen are eternal. The things you see today, they are temporal means that they are subject to change. Your condition is subject to change. Your pain is subject to change. You move from pain to pleasure. Your poverty is subject to change. Your dishonor is subject to change. Whatever you are going through, the Bible says, For our light affliction is bad for a moment. When you start from verse number 17, He says, Our light affliction is bad for a moment. While we look not, are the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. Hallelujah! So, God is going to do amazing things in our lives this year. Amen. Supernatural things are going to happen. When you look at Second Kings chapter uh, six, you there's a, a situation of the sons of the prophet trying to cut wood, and the axe head fell into the water, and the density of the axe head was greater is greater than the water. And yet the accident came up again Again, scientific phenomenon. It means that your accident is going to come up. It means that your blessing will swim up one more time. Supernaturally, God is going to change things. In the book of Jonah, chapter two, the Bible says that Jonah was swallowed by the whale, and and inside the belly of the whale, and yet he was not digested by the digestive juices of the whale. It means that is supernatural. It means that you may enter into the belly of the whale, but you shall not be digested. Amen. You shall not be consumed. Amen. This year, God is going to do unusual things for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Miracles and divine interventions will take place. Amen. What's the supernatural? The supernatural is five loaves of fishes, sorry, five loaves of bread and two fishes in the hands of Jesus, and he places it in the hands of his disciples. And then all of a sudden, it multiplies. And is able to take care of 5,000 men, men, the women and the children. Which tells us that whatever God places to your hand this year, there will be a multiplication. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said there will be a multiplication. God is going to do luxurious miracles for you. In John chapter 2, verse 1 to 10, the Bible says that Jesus attended a wedding ceremony this year every ceremony of yours may you invite Jesus every step of yours may you invite Jesus every activity of yours may you invite Jesus if you uh, invite Jesus and involve Jesus miracles will happen I said invite Jesus you see don't only invite him but involve him invite Jesus in your business invite Jesus in your relationship invite Jesus in whatever you are doing invite Jesus when you are learning if you are a student, you are learning when you are reading. Every time before I read, I pray, God, let, give me understanding. Amen. And that was one of the prayers that King Solomon prayed as a young man. He prayed for understanding. A heart of understanding. Second, Second Kings chapter 3. He prayed for understanding. And because of that prayer, a, a, a queen had to move, travel all the way. From Africa to the Middle East to go and listen to, him, to him, and to look at the grandeur around his life. People will travel and come and look for you. Amen. Understanding is going to propel you very high. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. And this year that shall be your portion. Yes. I said that shall be your portion. Yes. You working on common wisdom, on common understanding. Luxurious miracles will happen. Amen. I say luxurious miracle will happen. Amen. Jesus turned water into wine within a few minutes. The manufacturing of wine takes a very long time. Many days, many weeks that's for good wine. And yet, within a few minutes. It means that some things are going to happen to your life within a few minutes. When a 100-year-old man and a 90-year-old woman are able to give birth at that age, it is supernatural. It means that God will cause you to bring forth fruit in your old age. It means that at the time when it looks like everything is over, that naturally speaking, it is impossible to get something done or to receive something God says, I'm stepping into the equation, and I will turn your story around. That's why in Psalm 92, verse 10 to 12, the Bible says that he causes us to bring Psalm 92, verse 10 to 12. I'm just only trying to introduce my talk. My horn shall die as all like that of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. My eyes shall see my desire of my enemy. Jump to the verse number 12. The righteous shall flourish like what? The palm tree. It shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Continue on. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. This year may you flourish. Amen. This year may you be planted. Amen. And not as you are planted, you shall flourish. Amen. I like the verse number 14. I like the verse number 14. If you are there, say thank you, Jesus. He says in the verse number 14, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and be flourishing. In your old age, just when your children are going to take care of you, you have more than enough to take care of them. Amen. 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 That phenomenon that we are waiting for our children to come and take over, and come and take care of us, no. Here the scripture says you shall still, be, you shall still bring forth fruit in your old age, and you shall be fat and flourishing. You are in your 80s and you are changing your, your Mercedes Benz. Yeah. You are in your 80s and you are going for holidays. Yeah. You are in your 80s and you have more than enough money. Yeah. Your children come to you and you bless them. Yeah. You When they come and you realize their car is no good, You say get this money and change your car. Yeah. You, hallelujah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because sometimes when people get old, their life becomes something different. But as for you, may your life become a life of glory. Yes. I say a life of glory, yes. a life of honor, yes. and a life of progress yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And as a church, I believe that God is going to increase us. Yes. Amen? Amen. Yes. One day the church was 120, and as they prayed, the Lord increased them to 3,000 overnight. That's a supernatural increase. Amen. This year we are believing God for supernatural increase. Amen. I said this year we are believing God for supernatural increase. Amen. There are five things to access the supernatural and to ensure divine exploits. Someone say five things. Five things. You did five things. Number one is prayer. Somebody say prayer. prayer. And I'll, I'll come back to that. Number two is fasting. That's why this year don't miss the fasting and prayer. Last year we fast, last week we were fasting, this week we are fasting again. Amen? Amen. And the Bible says that when we fast, according to Isaiah 58, the bonds of wickedness are broken. May every bond of wickedness be broken. Amen. One of the ways to break the bondages of wickedness is to fast and to pray. Amen. Let me show you something real quick. Maybe it's going to help us. Isaiah 58. So number one is to pray. Number two is to fast. Um, Isaiah 58 verse 6. And then you jump to verse 8. In fact, six, um, 6 to 12. But we'll just look at some of them. It's not this fast that I have chosen to lose the bands, New King James, to lose the bands of wickedness. To lose the bonds of wickedness. That means that any bondage of wickedness is loose through fasting. To undo the heavy burdens. Because when you fast, the anointing comes upon you. And the Bible says by the anointing what? The yoke shall be destroyed. And to let the oppressed go free. Every oppression, whatever sits on you, as you fast and pray, it shall go. And that you break every yoke. The yoke is it, 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 it's like a metal that is put around the neck of, the, of of animals In order to control and direct them Whatever spiritually has been put around you To direct you in a negative way By the anointing as we fast and pray May the, those yokes be broken in Jesus' precious name I said in Jesus' precious name Now when you fast, the result is the verse number eight. Then your life shall break forth like the morning you see, when it is darkness, and all of a sudden, you see that that light begins to come. And when the light is penetrating the darkness, the darkness cannot stop it. This year, light is penetrating your dark situation. No darkness can stop you. Amen. And your healing shall spring forth healing, speedily. Strength is coming to you. Your righteousness shall go forth before you. And the glory of the Lord shall be your red guard. God's glory shall be your covering. Somebody, you shall be, you shall be covered with glory. I yes. tell you, shall be covered with glory. Yes. Jump to verse number. Yeah, verse nine. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer, and you will cry, and you will say, "I am here." May the Lord tell you, "I am here." Yes. And the verse number eleven. The Lord will guide you continually. This year may the Lord guide you continually. Yes. This is a good prayer topic to pray That yes. Lord this year may you guide me. Amen. Yes. The Bible says except the Lord build the house, the labor and that build it. You see, I was reading something over the weekend that in 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 5 that David inquired of the Lord when the Amalekites came and then ransacked their camp. And he said, should I go? And the Lord said, should I pursue? said, the Lord said, pursue Overtake and recover all Are you getting me? But then when you come to When you come to First, I mean 2nd Samuel chapter 2 Verse 1 now David asked the Lord Should I go to one of the cities Should I go to one of the cities of Judah And the Lord said to him Go up So, and there are many cities So he could have gone to any of the cities Are you here with me? This is the importance of prayer. See, this year, it's a year of divine exploits and therefore we're going to be praying more. Yeah. <laughs> because when you pray, your prayer is a communication. And in communicating, communication is a two-way path. Amen? Most of the time, when we are praying, we only, yeah, 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 yeah. We are talking to God. But the answer is in hearing God. So, Every time we are talking to somebody, listen to the person too. Because that is when you can know the heart of the person and the direction of the person. So after David had inquired and said, Lord, should I go up? The Lord said, You can go. And then when you read some other versions, he says, Where should I go? Then he said to him, To Hebron. Somebody said to Hebron. He didn't say, Go to Jerusalem the city of peace. He didn't tell him that he should go to Bethlehem, which is a house of bread. Is that right? But he told him to go to Hebron, the place of fellowship. Prayer is fellowshipping with God. And fellowship strengthens relationship. Say it after me. Fellowship strengthens relationship. So whatever relationship, if you have relationship, you and your child, it's a, it's a parent-child relationship. But that relationship will not be strong without fellowship. Amen? And fellowship is talking about intimacy. And that's why for, for us in this church, fellowship is very important to me. So when you're a church member and I don't see you get close, I don't see you smile, I don't see... It's a problem because we have a relationship that I'm your pastor, but there's no fellowship. And when there's no fellowship, then there's no effective communication. And when there's no effective communication, there's no intimacy. And that's why you can find husband and wife, and when there's no fellowship, you realize that their relationship becomes stale. And one of the easiest ways to break relationships... Or to destroy relationships is not to fellowship. You can have a very good friend. Let a friend travel. If the friend doesn't write to you, you don't write, you don't communicate, it means that you, you meet the person in fact, the person is almost like dead. The person is like dead to your life, even though you know he, he's alive somewhere, he's dead. Because the only sign of a person being alive is when you hear the voice of the person. So is God alive to you? If God is alive to you, you must hear the voice of God. Yeah. And that means that you must... Yeah, I don't, fellowship is very important. So that is why he told him, go to Hebron. Someone say Hebron. Hebron, Hebron means that get to the place of fellowship. This year may we get to the, come to the place of fellowship. Amen. Where you have an intimacy with God. And when you have intimacy with somebody, the person will open his heart. You see, the way I'm talking to you, if I meet three people, I'll talk to them differently. And if I meet you one-on-one, it will be a deeper communication. There are things that, as I'm talking, I was going to give some illustration, but I cannot give it to everybody. There are things about me that I cannot tell everybody at a go. But a smaller grouping, that's why Jesus, see, Jesus ministered to the multitude, he ministered to his disciples, and then to the apostles he ministered and the things was telling them, and the three he was ministering to and the Bible says that one of them was that the disciple that Jesus loved so obviously he had even deeper relationships. that's why when he was on the cross he said son this is your mother take care of your mother deeper relationship so may we have deeper relationships This year, may, may our fellowship with God be very effective. That's why Paul said in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25, do not neglect the assembly of yourselves as the manner of psalmist. That means that do not neglect fellowship. Some of us will only come for fellowship or we come to church when we have needs or we talk to God only when we have needs. Can you imagine you have a friend or a neighbor who talks to you only when he needs pepper? Every time, oh, this Gary. Every time this person talks to you, he's coming with a need. It is not a nice relationship. Amen. Yeah. yeah, I'll come back to the relationship thing, but let's go to the scripture that we're on. So, to Hebron. Somebody say to Hebron. Hebron. So you realize that David inquired of the Lord. Somebody say inquired of the law. Listen to me. When we're growing up would always want to inquire of the Lord regarding many things. This is more, even when many people are going to marry, they don't inquire of the Lord. You say, I've seen a nice guy. Once a person has proposed, that is it. I've accepted it. You do not just accept proposals like that. You must take the person before God. Because it is only in the presence of God that truth is revealed. It's true. Because you can never know the heart of men who you can never know. You see, and the head of a man, is not like that of poor that you can split up to know it. And Shakespeare said that there's no way to find a mind's construction in the face. So until God reveals the heart of a person, who somebody really is, you may not know. One day a pastor married. He got married. The night of the marriage, the woman asked, Pastor, did you pray? He said, I, I, I'm a witch. I was sent to come and kill you. I believe that the prayer at the wedding probably just incapacitated her and so she now had to confess her sins. Confess what she was out in doing. The presence of God revealed who she was. The Bible says, henceforth, no we, no man after the flesh. People can be very pretentious. So don't the fact that an offer has been given to you doesn't mean jump at it. The fact that you have gotten a US visa doesn't mean relocate to US. US is not heaven. It's another place on the earth. It's a nice place to visit, go to and go. But does God want you to stay there? Does God want you to stay in England? And go and do in it. In it. In it, You can be in England and you are you are doing in it, and you are suffering. You are in it, you are doing in it, and you are in. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You'll be doing hand to mouth. But when God is on your side, you have communicated to God, He will show you things to do. May God show you things to do. And so this year, may we not joke with our relationship in Hebron. Talk to God. You're going to see your boss. Say, Lord, as I go, give me wisdom. Give me the vocabulary. Let me know the right things to say. Give me the insights. Can I have an amen? Amen. Hebron. So go back to the scripture where we're working. We're working some scripture. Hallelujah. So the Lord will guide you what? So here, the Lord guided David. Amen. Yeah, yeah. the Lord will guide you to the, a good husband. Amen. And will guide you to a good wife. Amen. Guide you to a good business. Amen. May the Lord guide you. Amen. And if God is guiding you, is your that guidance is a good one? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that guidance. The Lord will guide you he said continually continually means that you have to follow his his direction that thing know we put He said p what for direction we put on the car and then gps you got to follow god's gps and you see you follow that auntie that auntie in the car therefore he said pass right bear right Bear, left, bear. If you don't follow that bear, bear, bear as she's talking to you, that young lady as she's talking to you, you, you will miss your way. So that young lady, that young lady, that voice is leading. is a voice that is leading you. Is that not okay? him? In the same way to the voice of God will lead you. Yeah. <laughs> he will guide you continually. And satisfy your soul in drought in times of need. And strengthen your bones. You shall be like a water garden. You see, I've always been telling you. May your life be like a watered garden. You see, when a garden is watered, it looks greenish. It looks lovely. The flower fa- flowers look beautiful. May your life look beautiful. Amen. Whose waters fail not? May your waters not fail. Amen. I said, may your waters not fail. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Can I have an amen. amen. Hallelujah. Okay and verse 12 says those from among you shall build the old places and you shall raise up the foundations of many generations in this church we are raising the foundation of many generations Amen. you shall be called the repairer of the bridge something that has gone wrong you will repair it you see sometimes you, when women are going to give birth and instead of the head of the baby coming down it lies in a lateral position we call it bridge it's in a bridge position and they, 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 they try to tend the baby is that right In the same way to Whatever is in the wrong position But God is going to use you As you fast and pray He shall be turned in the right position This year may turn the right position The restorer of streets To dwell in Hallelujah So we are talking about five things to access the supernatural Number one is prayer Number two is what fasting Which I've talked to you about that So if you do not engage In the fasting and the prayer we are doing You are missing something great Number three So, now, as you are fasting this year, listen to me. Every day, once a day in a week, you must fast and pray. Especially on the day of your birth. Or else, you join us for our Wednesday teaching service. Friday or um, Thursday morning. Where we have the Miracle Zone prayer time. Hallelujah. From 9 to 1. And then you join us to pray. and every last three days of the month, try and do some fasts. We want to be more spiritual. We are talking about your divine exploits. And do, listen, do you know that witches fast? And any spiritual person, any spiritual person they fast. And because fasting brings about renewal of strength. And even snakes fast. Snakes fast, and in their fasting moment, that is when they remove their old scales, which is being eaten because of the fact that they are they, they move on the soil and other things, and move you know the way they move. They are being attacked by various ectoparasites, and so as they 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 fast and they remove the skin, it takes away the old skin, and then they look very nice. That's why when you see the skin of snakes, they always look very fresh. May you look fresh. Yes. And physically speaking, when you fast, you always look younger. Amen. Food, too much food makes you look older. Too much food makes you look dull. So, some of you, every time you are walking, dull, dull. Don't you know the more you finish eating, then you are just dull like that? You feel like sleeping. Yeah. So, too much food makes you become spiritually dull. This week, may you become sharp in the spirit. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, and then every media will have at least two two weeks of fasting and prayer. Is that a good thing to do? Yeah. Number three, we the third way of accessing the supernatural and working divine exploits is by faith and obedience to God's way. So we'll say faith and obedience to God's way. Yeah, faith is trusting the Lord, being obedient to His way. And number four is living a holy life holy life bible says, without holiness no one can see god amen sin is like filth death you know and our god is so clean that he doesn't want to get close to god so if you want to get close to you and remember that your divine exploits and the supernatural will happen only by the help of god so if your environment is dirty and your life is dirty, God cannot get you. The only dirty person that God gets to is a fresh person who hasn't received Christ. That God forgives. Can I have an amen? Yeah. My Bible says in 1 John 1 9, because our sins is faithful and just forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The number five way of accessing the supernatural is by service. Somebody say service. Okay. And in service, service means by giving... Giving to God, you know, giving our might to God and giving our means to God. Giving our might to God. That means our strength, physically doing something for God and giving our means to God. Your might and your means, two ends. Danny, you didn't write it. Mr. Sechi, you didn't write might and means. You've written mighty Powerful. Amen. So there may be... Ch- Listen to me. Anytime you try to please God, the devil tries to show up to discourage you. So, there might be challenges, but God will make you the champion. Amen. The reason why the devil comes to you is because the devil is an enemy to God. And sometimes, when somebody doesn't like a person, he doesn't like his children as well. And because the devil doesn't like God, he doesn't like you as well. But I trust God that by discipline, eh, when we live a disciplined life, it will help us to overcome the enemy. That's why this year we've got to be disciplined. Discipline with our time, discipline with our appetite, discipline with our talking, discipline with everything we do. Because indiscipline will lead to pride. And pride. Will stop us from submitting to God. The Bible says that pride goes before a fall. So the first thing that makes us access the supernatural and cause us to walk in divine exploits is by prayer. Somebody say prayer. prayer. Okay. Last week I told you that prayer is a vehicle that opens up the heavens for us so that we can walk. In the blessings of God. Prayer is one of the keys. Someone say keys. keys. Now a key unlocks doors. Or places. That are locked up. And makes available the things that are there. So by your prayer. Doors are going to be open. Things are going to be made available unto you. Amen. Matthew sixteen 19, I'll give unto you the keys of the kingdom. So I have given you keys here one of the keys is prayer amen and as i've said prayer is a conversation between god and man it's an act of communicating with god to receive his intervention on earth the only way we receive intervention on earth is when we pray when we don't pray we don't get god's intervention when you are walking around the street you go and intervene people say it is only when they call please can you help me carry this can you help me you don't just get up and go and do it So, intervention comes by calling. Intervention comes by communicating. So, prayer opens the heavens and it allows the hand of God to work for us. Hallelujah. Prayer always turns the hand of God. May the hand of God be turned for you. Last week, we talked about the reasons why we should pray. And we said number one reason is that it's an opportunity to communicate with God, the greatest personality. You may not have the opportunity to, to, to communicate with the president, with your parliamentarian, or with certain people, but with God, you have the opportunity to communicate with Him anywhere, everywhere, when you want it. Number two, prayerlessness is a is a sign of, of pride. And it's also a sin of pride. It's a sign of pride. You see, pride is I don't I don't need you. So anytime that you don't pray. What you are saying is that, Lord, I don't Lord, need you. And uh, in First Samuel chapter 12 verse 23, Samuel told King Saul that God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. So, your failure to pray, you see, if as a church we don't pray, if we are becoming proud. Amen? And if you don't pray as an individual, You are becoming proud. Hallelujah. It means that you can manufacture your own oxygen. (laughs) It means that you can take care of yourself. It's amazing how you take a seed of corn, put it in the soil, and, and it just grows like that. And you may just say scientific phenomenon, but there's somebody behind it. And even when we, if we are talking about irrigation, nobody can manufacture rains. <laughs> and the, the irrigation is, 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 is taken care of by the rivers. If the rivers dry up, right? and where do the rivers get their soil from? From the rains. And who causes the rains to come? It's God. Hallelujah. And that's why in Kinehab's time there was a time that it was not raining. For three and a half years, and Elijah prayed, First Kings 18. And when he prayed, the rains came down. This year, as you pray, the rains will come down. Amen. If there's been some drought in your family, it's time to pray. If there's financial drought, it's time to pray. Marital drought, it's time to pray. Business drought, it's time to pray. Just it, it's time to pray. As you pray, I see a change happening. Amen. Amen. That's why last week we said we sang there is something that makes me come into your presence. My helper. There is something that makes me run into your presence. My helper. My helper. We must pray because God answers prayer. Jeremiah the 3:3. He says, Call unto me, I'll hear you, and I will answer, and I'll show unto you great and mighty things. Hallelujah. May the Lord answer you. Number fourth reason is that we are commanded to pray. Tell us we are commanded to pray. Yeah, in Matthew 6:5 to 7, Jesus, in teaching his disciples how to pray, did not say if you pray, he said when you pray. He didn't say if you prepare, he said, when you pray. You shall not be as a hypocrite If is Eh What is if If is a conditional word Clause When is what It's an imperative clause So it is imperative You've got to do it Imperative means something you've got to do Hallelujah Do not step out, out of your house without praying Do not start anything without praying Young lady, when a man meets you, says, I love you. First time I saw you, my heart started swinging like a single pendulum. You say, "Hey, I love you. Do you love me? And you have not prayed. You don't know that. It's a it's a devil incarnate. It's a vampire who is about to suck your blood. Yeah. And a python to swallow you up. Strangle you and swallow you up. But you look at the externalities. Yeah? That's why we say God does not look on the outside. By God's grace, I have learned not to look on the outside. Because the outside is very deceptive. And that's why we say beauty is vain. But the one who fears the Lord is to be praised. Beauty. Say ah kwara be man no hunya fe no hunya fe. Mm-hmm. Ye di ah ofe. How call warrior be man ho fe. O ye macho but the macho dey bros tro. Macho only only chop money. Never marry a man who does not who is not kind, who doesn't give. One of the ways before you marry a person, find out whether the person is kind, kind hearted. If you marry a wicked person, you'll suffer. Either way, a wicked wife. (laughs) At the time, you can be said, tomatoes is there. Pepper is there. Go and toss it together and do something. Yeah. Go and sort yourself out. When you are coming, you buy kinky. There's some fish in the fridge. I, I, I will throw it for you. I, I'm reading some things. I, I'm sorting some things that you to come and sort yourself out. There you see. That is where you see that we don't marry a beauty. It's not a beautiful face. Yeah. And when the bathroom is so dirty... One day somebody invited a friend for fufu and peanut soup. What we call granite soup. And the lady, the husband said, My friends are coming, prepare fufu and peanut soup. When they got the peanut soup, here was a soup there with gra- gra- granuts. Which had been dropped into the soup. Inkatia boga, she has put Inkatia boga in the soup. So the man stared at it, and lo and behold, the whale was coming up with the Otiko and the meat. And then you see the signs and wonders. Inkatia boga also stepping up, live soup. Live soup with in Katya boga, is the definition for lady, the ladies peanut soup, grano soup. Yeah. This is a very special one. Hallelujah. That's the reason why you do not marry a stranger. Most people marry strangers. Who is a stranger? Not that you don't know his name or her name you don't know who the person is you don't really know the person he said but we go to church together yes but you don't know the person well i know he's been praying you don't know the person i know she's in a choir you don't know the person that's not my topic so that's okay <laughs> But. As you get in the presence of God, truth is revealed. Pray, oh tell somebody, pray. Pray. Prayer is one of the ways to save time and energy. I'm telling you, prayer. 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 So we are commanded to pray. Right? Matthew seven, seven to eleven. And then prayer is a weapon to wage war in the heavenlies. Amen? Acts 12, 1 to 11. When they they prayed, when they arrested Paul and Silas, sorry, um, they arrested Peter and they prayed, they were released from the prison. And then you shape destinies through prayer. May your, your destiny be shaped through prayer. May your home be shaped through prayer. One day, King Sennacherib decided to go and attack king hezekiah and his people in Isaiah chapter 37 and king Sennacherib 17 the bible says that king sennacherib took the letter unto the altar unto the house of god to the temple hezekiah took the letter from king sennacherib that i am coming for you eh? who is the one who acts and say i'm coming rambo a demonic rumble says, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your job. I'm coming for your husband. I'm coming for your wife. I'm coming for this. And when a demonic rumble is coming to you, you need somebody supernatural to stand against him. Are you getting me? So King Hezekiah went before the Lord and said, look at the threatenings of this guy. And when they prayed, he and Israel prayed unto God. God raised an angel that one night, 185,000 people died. May God send an angel into your life. That whatever is trying to threaten your life, may the angel of the Lord face him. In Jesus Christ's name. Can I have an amen? Amen. Through prayer, your destiny will be shaped. See when we were at the university, one of our friends, was I seen a very good friend, so we heard that he was left with, I think, some little more point five or something to be given a second class upper. It's not like today that people get first class easily. At that time, it was not that easy. Even second class, it was something else, second class upper. And this, the lecturer was not willing to do it. But somehow, somebody gave us a tip. A tip. And we went into prayer and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed prayed again. The heart of the lecturer was touched and he added the marks for the guy to get second class upper. Today, the guy is a chartered accountant that opened doors for him. His destiny was shaped and was changed because of the prayer. Your prayer will change and we shape the destiny of your life, the destiny of your children. you want your children to, to become great, you can shape their destiny by prayer. Yes. Speak over their lives. Those of you who are not even married, shape the destiny of your marital partner. Yes. Begin to pray, Lord, I want my partner to be like this. I want it, shape it. If you are already married, sh- keep shaping the this destiny of your partner by prayer not by complaints and by memories. Because the complaints and memories doesn't change. I've come to realize that sometimes advice doesn't change much. When we're not advised, when we're not Christians, they, they call people, they wake you up at 3 o'clock. They advise you, ah, to 5.30. <laughs> by 9, you have gone back to rest. The advice you are the, the, the moment you finish the advice, and you now you you have soaking the advice. But after that, you couldn't help it. Because the law, there are there are laws that are governing people. Are you getting me? Yeah, the Bible says the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So there's a law of sin and death that governs people. But what overcomes the law of sin and death is the law of the spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus. And the law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus is imparted by the word and imparted by prayer. That's why preaching changes people. It's not advice that changes people. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay, now how do we pray? How do we pray? Seven steps to prayer. There's a right way to pray and a wrong way to pray. There's nothing like a Pentecostal way of prayer, apostolic or Presbyterian way to pray. There's only the right and the wrong way to pray. You know, Jesus, the disciples didn't ask Jesus how to preach, but they asked, "Lord, teach us how to pray." Luke chapter eleven, verse one. Teach us how to pray. That means that they wanted. That tells us that there's a right way to pray and a wrong way to pray. And they wanted to know how to pray in a proper way. Amen? Okay. So, the first way to pray is by asking. Someone say asking. Matthew 7, 7. bible say ask, and you shall receive, seek, and you shall find, knock, and it shall be open. Ask, seek, and knock, the acronym is to ask. A is ask, S is seek, K is knock, acronym is asking. And to ask means to make a demand. And as I've told you already, asking is what? Communicating. And you see, when you communicate, in communication, there's revelation. When you communicate with somebody, that is when the heart of the person is revealed unto you. And I told you earlier on also that when asking is a means of what? Fellowshiping with God. So your asking is fellowshipping with God. That's why asking are fellowshipping with God. And the fellowship strengthens relationships. And fellowship brings about fruitfulness. Hallelujah. When a man and a woman fellowship together in a special way, it brings about fruitfulness. Is that right? In fact, almost every kind of proper fellowship brings about fruitfulness. When we meet and we pray together, we meet and we talk, we meet and we share ideas, realize that our lives become better. So, fellowshiping brings about fruitfulness. Hallelujah. Mm. When we ask, it shows that we desire what God has because he's a provider. Remember that God doesn't force things on us. We must desire what he has for us. And when we desire something, then he'll give it to us. We give things to people only... I mean when we see beggars by the roadside we go and just be giving you take your money hello hello hello, hello. do you give it to them like that no it is only when they ask that you give so asking actually is also a sign of expression of faith so your asking shows that you are expressing faith in God amen and when you desire something you must ask Mark eleven twenty four. 24. What things, soever you desire, when you pray, believe. So, what things, soever you desire. Anytime you desire something, you do not wish it, but you must pray it. Did you get it? What, whatever you desire, you must what? Pray it. Which means that you can't get anything without first desiring. So, let me give you a revelation. First of all, you must begin to desire good things. That somebody desire good things, yeah. When you see somebody who is well dressed, desire. Don't criticize a person. When you see some people with good cars, see that's the problem with that. Most Ghanaians we like critiquing, pointing of finger too much. But you never know what people have done to have what they have. There are people who work very hard. You see, till I went. On missions, till I, till I went to live in the Kwahu area and went for missions there, I didn't know that Kwahu's were such hard working people. Hey, went to the front plane, do this, and one man with manpower had farmed 12 acres of corn. Then, yeah, I'm just with his family. So, if this man gets tractor and other combined, you can just imagine what it is. And I could see hard work. People, they move away from the Obamins and the Priests and go co- into the Afran Plains area. So when you see those big buildings at Obokwawu, Little London, it, it is not Sikadro, it is hard work. Amen. 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 So don't give superficial reasons for the successes of people. When you see somebody successful, humble yourself, get close to the person and ask for. Can I please have a little time with you? Are you getting me? Yeah. And then humble yourself and get, buy some wisdom from the person. Buy some wisdom. Buy some wisdom. Get to the person. So you must desire. You must desire houses. If you don't desire, what you don't desire, you don't get. One elderly woman, she married around 39 years, and she told me, you know, when she was a lot younger, she didn't desire to marry. And because she didn't desire, men that she didn't even these men were passing in front of her. But she, and she's a very beautiful lady. But she didn't desire. So you must desire. desire houses, desire the anointing. You will never be anointed if you if you don't desire the anointing. Nothing of God, nothing of God will come to you by just sitting down. By being in neutral gear. By being by by walking in a phlegmatic mood. You must change that kind of temperament. And seek. Someone say seek, yeah. You must desire. Amen. So, what things soever you desire when you pray, it means that you must have first have a desire. Nourish the desire by the word of God. That means know what the word of God says about the situation and then pray. Amen. Yeah. Desire children. When you desire you have it. Amen. Desire. Someone say desire. desire. So number. So number one is what. Ask number two. Is pray in Jesus' name. Jesus is our access to God. And God is the Father. Jesus is our access to God the Father. And God, the Father, fatherhood is talking about source. So Jesus is the access to source. Amen. Uh-huh. How do I know that? That Jesus is the access. John 14:6. John 14. What does it say? Ask and you shall receive. Sure. Sorry. John 14 6. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Is that not it? So Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one go- comes to the Father except through me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Gen- John chapter 15, verse number. Seven. Jesus said, "I'm the vine; you are the branches. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you." Hallelujah. So, John fifteen five to seven. So you must abide in Christ. So pray in Jesus' name. John John fourteen fourteen. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Do you see that? The word in my name is that in my stead. In my stead. I will do it. John 16, 24. Jesus said, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy. John 16, 24. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you receive that your joy may be full. That means that when you ask in Jesus' name, your joy will be full because God will do it. Amen. So you receive an audience in heaven by using the name that is above every name. So, if you want to receive audience in heaven, use the name Jesus. We don't pray through angels. So, I pray through Angel Kakabu, Angel Musa, Angel Raphael. Angels are messengers sent forth by God to bring us interventions and responses. But we ask things from God in the name of Jesus, in the stead of Jesus. So, Jesus has become our big brother. Are you getting me? And our intercessor. So we do not ask things from God through human beings. So you don't ask things from God in the name of your pastor. Father, give me 50 CDs in the name of Jonathan Ikuban. It is not good prayer. Or in the name of Angel Kakabo. It's not right. But in the name of Jesus, the one who paid the price for us. The one who died for us. And the Bible says at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Number three. Ask according to God's will. First John 5, 14 and 15. Whatever you are asking, ask according to God's will. What is God's will? A will of a a person is expressed in his desires. And it is reflected in his nature and attributes. A person's will, write it, a person's will is expressed in his desires and reflected in his nature and attitude. God's will is expressed in His word, amen. So, how do you ask according to God's will? You ask according to God's will, knowing what His will, His word says about tempting. When somebody says He has written a will, means that He has written a desire that when the Lord calls me, these my houses should go to this person, this my money should go to this person, this should happen, this This will happen, this should happen. So God has expressed his will. His will is that you should prosper and be in good health. Third John 2. I wish above all things you prosper and be good even as so soul Amen. Amen. His will is that you should marry because the Bible said that he puts a solitary into family. His will is that you should do well in life. So you must, whatever you are praying about, you must know what his word says about it and then you you believe it and you quote it unto him. When you go to the law court, it is not about emotions, it is about what the statutory laws say about the situation. And that's the reason why they ask for exhibits. They will ask about things. He said, Did you see him kill or you saw him killing? He said, I saw him killing. Means that he didn't finish killing, so he didn't kill. Technicalities. You must know what the word says. That is why even though the person killed, <laughs> the person might have killed, but the person could be free because there was no proof. The law was, didn't back what you, you know you, you are claiming. So you must know what the law of God is backing you regarding your need. That is why you must become a studious child of God. Know what the word of God says. Hallelujah. You must know what the word of God says. When you meet a Jewish boy who is 12 years old, he knows the five five books of Moses. Genesis to Deuteronomy. He knows it very well. That's why Jesus at the age of 12 would go into the synagogue. He was not ignorant. In fact, a Jewish ignorant person is not like an African ignorant person. Regarding scripture. So when they said that these people were unlearned concerning Peter and Cole, even though they were, they were Jewish, they, they were still learned. It. They had information. So you cannot become an ignorant Christian. That's the reason why people will tell you bring... The, the the egg of a male uh, uh, a male fowl. And then you are going for He said, Okay, you, you may not know what to find. So you bring 5,000 for us to do something. You, 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 lack, you lack understanding. You do not know the word of the Lord. And then a person says that I have to sleep with you. Before the demons in your life will go away. <laughs> or in order to solve something in your life. But what does the word of God say is that if the person you are not you do not have sex with the person you are not married to? Simple. No matter, even if you intend to. Intention that doesn't mean commit out. Are you getting me? So if you have a girlfriend, you are a boyfriend. You intend to marry the person, but you have not yet married, and so you do not do what married people do. Am I teaching here? Yeah. So you must know God's will. That's what know God's will. And now this is the confidence. Go so to John 5:14. This is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything, if we ask, if we ask what anything according to His will, He hears us. Hey, if you want God to hear you, then ask according to his will. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ask according to his will. And then when we ask according to his will, look at what happens in the verse 15. Write the verse number 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we may have. We know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. It means that the moment you get to pray according to the will of God, you have it. Amen? So praying according to the will of God is like conceiving. But you must know that various animals have got different gestation periods. So, depending on what you have asked for, what you have asked for has also a period of incubation before it is birthed. God has promised that whatever you ask for he'll give it to you but he didn't he didn't give you a timeline that i'll give it to you in a month or two weeks or whatever that is up to him but he'll do it and that is what most people miss it he will do it i said he, he will do it he will do it he will do it he will do it you see our sister jim Fua is going to get married in the second service She hasn't married before. She's been very faithful. She used to live outside the country. Came down. She's been around, you know, and moving and moving. But by God, and she's fifty plus. Yeah, that lady. And she doesn't miss services. We never saw her in a gloomy, moody, uh, uh, bottle-eating widow kind of face. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Like a British car. I don't know what is going on, Pastor. I've followed you all these years. I've been praying. I give my time and all She's been serving, taking care of the kids, doing this, do that, 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 that. Bible says, "In God's own time, He makes all things new." And God has blessed her. A man coming to marry, the man has his own house already. Wow. He's, he's got his cars. He's got his money. The man has, he has everything. And the man said, I have brought myself to you. Wow. Yeah. The man said, I have brought myself to you. May God cook something special for your life. Yes. That's the faithfulness of God. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is Thy faithfulness, O Lord, my Father, there is no shadow of turning within the supply all not your wants but all your needs according to his riches in glory in glory in glory by Christ Jesus by Christ Jesus your needs will be supplied all of me there, your hands I see the hand of God supply. Supply you with honor. Supply with marriage. If God did it for our sisters, he would do it for you also. He will supply you with children. Yes, because of young people, even at the age of 60 plus, they had children. You will have your own. In the name of Jesus, you have the money. You have the joy. You have the favor. You have the healing. You have the strength. God will make a way. where there seems to be no Has is the always to me. Let me just finish it quickly, number four, pray in faith, believing. Pray in faith, believing. I'm sure you have to pray. Am I helping you? You see, number five is pray in faith, command, believing. Pray in faith, believing. When you pray, believe. Someone say believe. Now faith is acting on your belief. Say that after me, faith is acting on the belief. So it's not good enough just to believe, but you must act on the belief. That's why we've got action faith. Faith is acting on the belief. If you believe something, you've got to act on it. Amen. You got faith in your chair, that's why you sit on your chair. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, you got faith in the pilot? Doesn't rigor or in KLM or B- B- British Airways? That's why you sit on your plane. If you see some aeroplanes, you say no, no, no. This air something something. I don't want to mention the name of. It. You say I won't fly with this. I will fly with this people. When we got married, I used to have a very interesting car. My first car. It was a dancing cherry. And uh, it was a front-wheel shaft, had a front-wheel shaft. And when I'm going to my in-laws' place, he begins to announce my presence. Bishop, Bishop Eddie of Lighthouse and myself, we used to have the same car. And our in-laws were also friends and related. And we had the same problems. And my father-in-law came from the states, and he uh, was at a particular place, so we decided to go and then pick them. To the house. And lo and behold, when I went, my battery also went free. So the old man and the old woman had to be pushing the car. It was what an experience. And a friend told me, You are very blessed. I've already married a daughter, else we shall be seriously disqualified. And then when, on our honeymoon, these people will not let us enjoy our honeymoon, so I should come and preach at an ICGC church. And then one evening I were going to preach. The battery went off again. And mommy in a high heel was pushing. And I'll say in my head, you didn't go and marry a businessman. This was Hala. But it's a blessed preacher. My future is blessed. Don't worry. Baby, keep pushing. Baby, keep pushing. At the time, you can't push it again. Now you'll be driving the cars yourself. God will change things for you. Pray in faith. believing. in. somebody believing. In Matthew 21, 21. How did I even get there? I was going to tell you something I got in there. No, before that, and then after I said something. Matthew Matthew 21, 21, Jesus answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, you shall only do this which is done to the fig tree. But also, if you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. Hallelujah. Someone say, have faith. Yeah, faith means what? Have confidence. Confidence in God. Hebrews 11, 6 says that, He that cometh to God must believe that he is. Someone say, he is. He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So first of all, you must know that God is or you say, just in a local parlance, you say God Day. Someone say God Day. God, uh-huh. That means that he's around, he's available. God Day. How would you say that in heaven? Mauli. Yes, I think it's quite simple. Mauli. God Day. Eh? How do you say that in Adam? Mawa. Mawa Mao Nay, Mao Nay, Mao uh, well, sorry, my language has no <laughs> So, anybody who comes to God must know that Amen <laughs> Okay, now What you must know is that Faith is a vehicle that carries you to your land of hope Hope is your expectation, is that right? Hope is where you want to get to. But faith is the vehicle, the truck, the bus, the car, the Mercedes, the BMW that carries you there. Which means that without the car, you cannot get there. Faith is the airplane that will take you to America. So without Delta, BA, um, KLM, and some other flight, you cannot get there. So, you need your KLM and BA and co together. So, you need faith together. And that's what I would say without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And faith is believing what God has said He would do and acting on what He says you should do. And sometimes, when you're acting in faith, it may look foolish. When Naaman. Went to see the prophet of God. First of all, he thought the prophet would come out. The prophet didn't come out. And he sent a message. Go and wash in the river Jordan. And he said, "At the rivers Abana and Farpa, not better than going to wash the river Jordan? And a little girl said, Sir, if they told you to do something very wonderful or bigger, wouldn't you have done it? So he listened and he did it and was clean. acted on the prophet's way so faith is acting on god's way so when you decide to live a life of obedience a life of holiness a life of giving you are working in faith are you getting me yeah and when you work in faith faith gives you hope or expectation and it takes you to your desired ground then, number five pray specifically Pray specifically. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, so I say this mountain. this mountain, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says. Will be done, he shall have whatsoever he says. There are three says there. Whosoever shall say to this mountain. He didn't say whosoever shall say to a mountain, but whosoever shall say what to this mountain. So you must define your mountain. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed by my spirit. hallelujah Zechariah 4 6 not by might nor by power but by my spirit said the Lord this mountain shall be made a plain may every mountain be made a plain I said this mountain shall be made a plain so he says that whosoever shall speak to this one so what do we do to mount now the mountain is your limitation is your problem what do you do to mountains do you cry about the mountain do you laugh about the mountain what you do you do to it? You address the mountain, you speak to the mountain. Says somebody, you speak to your mountain. So if you're a single person, say you speak to the singleness, and say you, every singleness in my heart, I break you out and I declare that I shall become a joyful ma- I shall be put in a family and I shall become a joyful mother of children, joyful father in Jesus' precious name. You speak over your children and say, you don't say my children, you are bad children. You say, my children shall be taught of the Lord. Bible says the seed of the upright shall be mighty wealth and riches shall be in their house what are you doing? you are addressing a mountain and you are declaring the hand of God over their life describing the problem of your children doesn't change them it is prescribing the solution and you must prescribe what you want tell them what you want speak it over them and since words are spirits what you say will happen tell yourself as others are marching and they are coming and walking through the aisle it's your season, you do. you walk through the aisle, yeah. not just on red carpet, but red with white on top of it yeah. in the name of the Lord Jesus but what you are saying whatever you say is registered in the heavens and it will begin to form a cloud, and when the cloud becomes very heavy, becomes dense it becomes, the rains will come down, may the rains of God come over your life, in the name of Jesus let me just finish this quickly number 6, remove unconfessed sins Remove unconfessed sins. Psalm 66 verse 18. He said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So one of the things that will stop you from getting your prayers answered is sins that have been unconfessed. You see, some, there are times you are there and you yourself, you now, you know that you've done something wrong. You don't have to come to church. You don't have to that, quickly talk to God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Maybe it's not even anything like you are going to Lie or whatever or steal, but you know there is even something you criticize somebody, or there is something that you know. And when you receive a check, you see you must you must get your spirit to be very sensitive. And the moment that the Holy Spirit knocks you about something, quickly change, because if you do not change, you see why people get steep into wrong things or they in wrong things is because when they they, they 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 were given the knock, they didn't stop it. When the Holy Spirit poked them. That's why you can find people who come to church, they are criticizing, they are fighting, they are this, they are this, they are that. Because the earlier days when they received a nudge that this thing is wrong, they didn't change it. Maybe even coming to church. And if you are, you came to church late, you felt a little bad. But after some time, if you do not change, you find like that you become perpetually becoming late. I, I hope you are getting me. And so you have to become sensitive to the spirit. That's what they I mean. be sensitive to the spirit. So unconfessed sins will stop you from getting your prayers to be answered. And it means that you have to repent. And repentance means repentance means changing your mind about sin and turning to God. Repentance is not being sorry about something, but changing your mind and turning. Because people can know that what they are doing is wrong, but they will not change, they will not turn. So, change and turn. So, repentance means if I was going this way, I turn 180 degrees the other way around. An equation of y is equal to x. Are you going to tell me? So, if you say you have changed, you have repented, repent. The word repent is repent. Repent is on top of something. Are you going to tell me on top of a building or something? So, repent means to go back to the top. It means that you've come down and you've got to go up. May you go up to God again. And then, um, did I give you a scripture? 1 John 1, 8 and 9. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then the seventh and the final one. Forgive other people. Forgive other people. Matthew chapter 6, verse number 12. In the Lord's Prayer, He says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Sometimes we say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Do you know you trespass against people? Yeah. So if you want to be forgiven, learn to be a forgiving person. And if actually you want to get on well in life, and you don't want to grow early, and you don't want to die early, You want to be successful, learn to quickly let go things, don't hold on to things. Because you see, when you hold on to things, you are carrying poison. When I come and then, oh, yeah, 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 and I release and spit him on your face. Who looks funny? Is it me or you? Yeah, why you have received that thing? So say, say, look at what daddy has done to me. He's part on my face. And nobody does. It. Unless you describe it, nobody but The thing is on your face and you look funny. So you better clean it off. Amen. Amen. And tell yourself, Charlie, the guy, he made a mistake. Or maybe his mind is not working well. Because if his mind were working well, he wouldn't get up and, uh, of all places, it's your face. Or else, yeah, he made a mistake. Maybe he was trying to throw it and the, the wind blew it. Is that not it? Yeah. yeah. Eh? The wind blew the thing, you know. And the, So sometimes you must give excuses for people's wrongdoings to save you yourself. <laughs> and even if you know they are deliberately doing it, just leave them to God and to time and save your heart. Eh? And one of the ways to show that you have something against somebody is that when you see the person, you don't have a pleasant feeling. And when they mention the name of the person, do you have a pleasant feeling about the person? When you meet the person, your the eyes, your eyes. That's why I mean I like looking in the eyes of people. You got people can be smiling but their eyes are angry. Yeah? Eyes are angry. And don't get angry people around you. They'll kill you. Yeah? Yeah? And when you have angry people around you, they will influence you. Do not become friends with angry people. Learn to be a very forgiving person. Knowing that you, you, you've been stepping on people's toes all the time but you may not know. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And to be merciful means what? To overlook faults of people. One of the ingredients for a good marriage is to have a merciful heart. Even family-wise. Because you know that people who are pepper pepper pepper. Why do you put my thing here? Why do you take my thing here? If you are living alone, you can be pepper, But you are not the only person in the world. One day, a certain guy had a, a problem. And in Europe, and he was told to come and see a certain pastor in Ghana. As he was driving, going to the pastor's house. You know, Ghana, we know the way people drive. If somebody drove, he did something, and the, he, the guy said, oh, I'm sorry. He blasted the guy. He kept blasting. He, he blasted the guy very well. He sorted the person very, very well from Europe. He's come to Africa. You, Africa. You are something. He sorted the guy everywhere. And then later on, he kept driving and drove. He got to the gate. Pa 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 pa, 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 pa. pa, pa, pa. The gate of the man of God. And somebody had to come and open the gate. They open the gate. And then, guess who was. Uh, they say, I want to see this man of God. You know? Then, the man of God said, said, Guess who was the man of God? The person you had insulted. Will you go and tell him? Will you go and talk to him or you go boo? Because of this money, you flew from Europe and came to Africa. So don't hold on to things. Don't fight people, don't be quarrelsome. Just, just learn to forgive. Sometimes somebody will hurt you today. Tomorrow you will change. And so that Charlie, you're a good person. I've had many people who have said so many horrible things. After they've gone and all those things, they'll come and say, you're a good man. Somebody told me, I now see a difference between a, just a pastor and a father. That's the person he told me. He said, the church I went to was an armor bearer. Like these people sit behind me He said, I stopped for an appointment. Three months, I did not get an appointment to speak with the person. You hold my Bible, hello, how are you? But to sit with him and to share my problem. And me when I say, hello, how are you? And when I even see a change in mood, I'll call you and say, come and see me. Even when they call and I'm hungry and I'm eating. Those days, when I'm eating, I'll stop. But I think I'll stop that thing. Yeah. I'll finish your eating. Are you getting me? So, do not carry people in your heart. Your heart is too tender to carry people in your heart. There's no bone in your heart to hold the people. Somebody said, there are no bones in your heart, but words break them. But don't let the the words of people break them. And always walk around with the mindset that people can be ungrateful. And people are ungrateful. Ungrateful. So when you meet some of the ingrates, we call them ingrates, you say it's one of them. But don't stop doing good; keep doing good and being a blessing. <laughs> forgive. There's somebody forgive. So that leads us to our last scripture, Mark 11:25. When you stand praying, forgive. Amen. Yeah. Mark 11:23 says. What did you say, mommy? Mark 11, 23. What things? Eh? Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed. Because I see. It will happen. Is that not it? Then the 24 says that what things you desire, when you pray, believe. You have a desire. So when you have a desire, do what? Pray. But 25 says, when you stand praying, it means that before you even do the praying, there's something you must do. And when you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Amen. If you have anything, and one scripture says that even you have ought against your brother and you are going to put an offering there, sort it out first. I'll teach on that later. I have written a book on Escaping the Offense Trap, which is going to come out soon by the grace of God. And I have written another one on the cause, the costs, and the cure for bitterness. It will bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, seven ways of getting our prayers answered. Number one is what? Asking. Number two, pray in the name of Jesus. Number three, ask according to God's will. Number four, believe and what? Have faith. Is that right? Number five? Pray specifically. specifically. Number six? And number seven? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word, but I'm out of time. So during this time of fasting and prayer, please pray. And pray specifically. And when you are praying, pray with importunity. That means I pray with persistence. Don't give up. Tell somebody, don't give up with persistence. Never give up. Never give up. Tell your friend, never give up. Never no matter how hard the stone is, the little drops of water on it will dissolve it. I see a breakthrough coming to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we pray that your hand will be upon us. You'll bless us. you touch us and you anoint us in the name of Jesus Let's stand. I want you just in a minute you want to speak a word of prayer speak into the week pray over the week pray the grace of God over the week pray the presence of God over the week pray the Lord may you visit me this week touch my life, touch my family in the precious name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit talk to God right now just pray that in the name of Jesus thank you lord whatever you desire bring to god a desire bring to god that what is forever you desire when you pray this is a when time this is a when this is a time talk to him now talk to him now in the name of jesus (laughs) thank you lord jesus we bless you thank you that your prayer hearing and a prayer answering god in jesus name amen before we take our seat, if you are here and say, Preacher, you see, our prayers will really not be answered. One of our, if our sins have not been confessed, if we do not have Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Jesus has not forgiven us our sins. If you are here and say, I want my sins to be forgiven, I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I want you to be the King of my life. I want you to raise your right hand. That's the reason why he came. He came to that our sins will be forgiven. That We shall be reconciled unto God. If you are here like that, raise your right hand so I can pray with you. God bless you, my friend. Yes, yes. Raise your right hand and pray. Amen. And if you have lifted your hand, I want you to just walk to me. I want to pray with you specially. Give them a hand. Give them a hand. God bless you. If you are here, you want to join him. Come to me. Yes. Come to him. Come to him. Come to him. Yes, yes. Join. Come to you. Want your sins to be forgiven? Yeah, you can face me. Say, God bless you. God bless you. Come, come, join. You want your sins to be forgiven? Come. You want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? Bible says that whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He said, Lord, forgive me my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Come and stay in my heart. Be my Lord and my son. Let's pray this prayer together. Let's all join them. Say, Father, Heavenly Father, I come to you. I come to you. Just as, as I am, me forgive sins. me my sins and cleanse me, and cleanse me all from all unrighteousness. Come and stay in my heart. Be, be my, my king, my lord, and my, lord and my master, and my master. From today, from today, from today I, surrender I surrender all my all, my spirit, my soul, my soul, and my body unto you. Amen. Amen. People, thank you for these precious souls. I pray that they'll be planted in your house and they'll flourish in your courts You show them grace and mercy. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Amen.